Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read a page of The Wise Man's Fear and then we talk about it. This is page 992, two pages remain. He ended pointing at the yellow bottle, then gripped it by the neck and lifted to his lips. He took a long, slow drink, his throat working silently. Hi there, said the bearded soldier. Save a bit. Bast lowered the bottle and licked his lips. He gave a dry, humorless chuckle. You got the right bottle, he said. It's elderberry. You're nowhere near as chatty as you were this morning, the blonde soldier said, cocking his head to one side. You look like your dog died. Is everything all right? No, Bast said. Nothing's all right. It ain't our fault if we figured it out, the blonde one said quickly. We waited a bit after you left, just like you said, but we'd been sitting for hours already. Thought you were never going to leave. Hell, the bearded man said, irritated. Does he know? He throw you out? Bast shook his head and tipped the bottle back again. Then you ain't got nothing to complain of, the blonde soldier rubbed the side of his head, scowling. Silly bastard gave me a lump or two. He got it back with some despair, the bearded soldier grinned, rubbing his thumb across his knuckles. He'll be pissing blood tomorrow. So it's all good at the end, the blonde soldier said philosophically, lurching unsteadily as he waved his bottle a little too dramatically. You got to skin your knuckles. I got a drink of something lovely, and we all made an heavy penny. Everyone's happy. Everyone gets what they wanted most. I didn't get what I wanted, Bast said flatly. Not yet, the bearded soldier said, reaching into his pocket and pulling out a purse that made a wavy chink as he bounced it in his palm. Grab a piece of fire and we'll divvy this up. Bast looked around the circle of firelight, making no move to take a seat. Then he began to chant again as he pointed at things randomly. A nearby stone, a log, a hatchet. Fallow, farrow, ash and oak, bide and borrow, chimney smoke. He ended pointing at the fire. He stepped close, stooped low, and pulled out a branch longer than his arm. The far end was a solid knot of glowing coal. That's the page. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. Now, in honor of the end of this book, I'm going to open up a uh, an old classic, and I'm going to uh, point out some Swifties. We get Uh-oh. a two-for-one Swiftie on this page, and I hate it. It's awful. We get... Uh, the blonde soldier said philosophically, lurching unsteadily. Oh, we get three. We get a, a, th- a triple. Third time pace for all. Unsteadily is okay. I don't mind lurching unsteadily. But he said it philosophically, lurching unsteadily as he waved his bottle a little too dramatically. We get three Swifties in the space of one sentence. Now that, my friends, is a classic Rothfuss. And I will not let that pass unmentioned. I won't let it pass unmentioned, but I think it's good. I mean, Taylor Swift is very popular. We can't just tell people they can't be Swifties. That's true. Do you want to get? Oh yeah, we can't. That's true. We can't. Oh man, we can't let the Swifties get mad at us. They're gonna. They are powerful. They are the single most powerful voting block in America at this time. And yeah. they're and they're yeah. coming. They're coming to like our city, and they're gonna be here for like a week. So we gotta we gotta batter down the hatches. We had you don't like Swifties on page of the wind. <laughs> they live among us, and someone you know could be one, and you'd never know. That's right. They look like humans. Uh, i think all of those adverbs are good and cool actually okay whatever (laughs) i'm sorry nick i'm sorry you don't like them there there is so as you mentioned bast has uh, in the past done this rhyme before he actually this version is different this version is a bit more sinister the version he said before is a little more calm and pleasant the first stanzas are the same the second stanza the one he read on this page is different uh, on this page, he reads, Fallow, Pharaoh, Ash and Oak, Bide and Borrow, Chimney Smoke. 
earlier on when he's deciding what to drink in the Waystone for stanza two, he speaks woolen woman, moon at night, willow window, candlelight. I really think he's just making it up as he goes. I also think that, well, if you think about what he's pointing at. Yeah, he's pointing at things that are around him and making up the rhyme based on those things. And those things correspond to the poem. So Ash and Oak is the piece of wood. Uh, I think Biden Barrow is, is the hatchet. And then Chimney Smoke would be the fire. I think so too. And he always lands on the thing that he, that is the final word yes. of the poem. It might be, but it might be a bit of magic or something. It might be that he is like making it land that way. I really just think he's playing eeny, meeny, miny, mo, and he's making up a rhyme to go along with it. I strongly disagree. Sertana, you're taking a position. You've been taking positions recently. I'm, I'm so proud of you. We've all had such a great arc. Well, I mean, you guys, I, I haven't changed at all. I've been consistently perfect. But you have both had such a wonderful like, character arc throughout this podcast. How can you improve on perfection, really? Exactly, exactly. Jeremy has become uh, a mind-addled close reader, desperate for, for subtext in every I page. have opinions now. Yeah, Jordana has opinions. Jordana has, can t- can plant her flag, take a side, and, and, and stand with the position. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful thing, this whole character arc. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't think Bast's rhyme is like magical somehow because I think it might well be. It might be a kind of conjuring, but I do think that he's just making it up as he goes based on the objects that are around him. And I think that has its own kind of magic. Oh, okay. Maybe. The fact that he that the first and third stanzas are apparently the same means there's some consistency. But anyway, let's uh, let's mosey on. We learn the details of their plan at this point. Yes, most of the dialogue is just their exposition filling you in on the blanks. They, they prearranged it. Bast like... Hired these guys to come in and beat this guy up. Hired goons. Hired goons. Hired goons, yeah. And the arrangement was, wait for me to leave. So Bast had them waiting out there for hours. Yes, which is also funny. <laughs> he, like, he... doesn't care about them at all. Exactly. But also, he he probably, cho- I, I can't remember, but do you think he chose the moment to leave because it was, like, a moment? It was a moment when Quoth was feeling most himself, probably. Perhaps, Quoth yeah. was most able to. Because he was trying to get these guys beat up, right? It wasn't actually... Yes to beat up Quoth. He never cared about these guys. He wanted Quoth to kill them. Mm. And these guys are... to come back to a couple of butchered soldiers. I think it's like, it's good that these guys are drunk because they're, they are catching on pretty quick to the fact that something's wrong with Bast, right? Like the guy, like, I think if they were sober, they would know right away, like, oh, this is like not, this, this is not the vibe. Something's wrong with this guy. But the one guy's like drunk. He's like, You're not that chatty, but he... He doesn't like interrogate it quickly or they jump to the wrong conclusion about why he's uh, pissed. Bass probably had the charm on before. He was probably fast talking to them. He was probably being, oh, we've got a great, I've got a deal for you. See, I come over here, make some easy money. And now he's all emo. Yeah, yeah. Um, Where he, now he's sad Bass. all right. <laughs> I think that Bass doesn't care if they catch on to him because he thinks that like, even if they, even if they were sober, he'd be able to kick their butts. Yes, which is correct. Yes, that's true. Nothing's all right. I didn't get what I wanted. Yes. Johnny Cash's version of Hurt is like playing in the background uh, of this maple, scene. Maple, catch and carry. I tried to do it to the, it doesn't, it doesn't fit the meter of Hurt, I'm afraid, but yeah. I definitely see like emo Bast. He's put like a, a white streak in his hair. He's wearing eyeliner. He he shoved all of his bangs over to one side. That's right. He's got he's got like a belt with like metal studs in it. He's a scene kid now. Is scene still a thing or has it come around again? It's it's come back. Yeah. All the stuff that 
All the stuff that was popular when we were in high school is now popular again with the chillins. The no, the the chillins are making fun of scene kids. Well, no, because we everyone yes, made fun just of like scene we did kids in two thousand and four. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see your point. But there's like new scene kids now, right? There's like they wouldn't be making fun of scene kids if there weren't if there weren't scene kids to make fun of. Yeah. I see. Teenagers, listeners of Page of the Wood, write in and tell us about the various subcultures and cliques at your high school. We we want to stay with it because they keep changing what it is. I think it's interesting that like goth goth was like it seems like it was a youth subculture for a while and then they just like grew up and there there was no like new goth to replace them they've just become old goths well but i know see whereas scene kids it seems to me that scene sorry let me finish my thought it seems that scene like was a phase but it's a phase that is consistently at that age like no one became an old scene yeah person, well, you grow up there's like scene. new scene kids yeah, whereas you don't grow out of goth. Which yeah, is um, to be, uh, yeah, because well, I mean, you could grow out of goth, but you wouldn't become like you would just move from goth to like I don't know something else. I don't. I know some like lifer goths. Yeah. yeah, all the goths I know have been goths since they were sixteen. No, but what I'm saying is, you either you stay goth or you or you would move to an entirely different thing. There would be no like elder goth. It would just be consistent goth. Whereas, like scene kids, you have to. There is no. Oh, oh no, I see. Okay, so there is elder goth. There is not elder scene because I think part of being a scene—that's what I mean. Like it's interesting. Like it's scene is like very much a youth. Sorry, yeah. Jeremy, go ahead. Well, there are elder scene kids because I know some who are like my age and who are still like excited to go see uh, Panic at the Disco and uh, and My Chemical Romance when they come to town. But I think that the difference is that goth is a much older subculture. Like the goth started in like the eighties. And I think there are new generations. Well, it of really goth started around the fall of the Roman empire. Well, sure. If you want to get technical, but I think new generations of goths have constantly be coming into the subculture. And I think the difference is that scene was a subculture when we were teenagers, but in like the 2010s, like there wasn't a scene subculture except for the people who were then like 26 and still into it. But now the 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 cultural wheel has turned enough that to appeal to a millennial audience who I'm sorry to say are now between 30 and 40 those scene bands are coming back and they're finding a new audience with today's gen like younger gen z teenagers yeah and i just find it interesting that like while while there are apparently some elder scene like i i wouldn't have, i wasn't a scene kid but i you know i really like coheed and cambria i would go see coheed and cambria if they came again so like it's wait coheed and cambria is not scene they're scene-ish they're like scene adjacent i think of them as prog but i think a lot of people lump them into scene anyway this has been tangent of the wind um well it's relevant because we are entering the scene phase <laughs> we're entering the emo scene phase of bath's career and we will and we will by all means jeremy go right ahead <laughs> we will see him walk his boulevard of broken dreams on tomorrow's page of the win